Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for part four of In the Moment. It's time for In the Moment's Tweet of the Week. Somebody said they just now would have pulled me off of Will Smith. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that shit was hilarious. Absolutely. That was funny. That was very funny. That's it. All right, y'all, it's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. Yo, we have an intern on the big show right now that is hilarious. That lady. <laughs> is that who you're talking about? Yes. And I told her. Ed <laughs> Ban is a storyteller, ain't he? Yes, he is. He tells one hell of a story. I enjoy every time he gets to the mic. And he told this particular story where he was speaking to uh, being at a pool party. Mm-hmm. With his lady, mm-hmm. and um, her ex was also at the pool party, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where this was going. But he talked about how basically this uh, this man started playing songs <laughs> that he made. Yep, they were his own songs uh-huh. that were about getting his ex back, and he was speaking to how the songs were trash. And the part that I wanted to bring to the podcast and get your take on it, Katie, was, because he spoke to me, was when he looked at his lady's ex and felt like in that moment he realized, oh, I ain't got shit to be jealous about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He was like, like the first thought was, i jealous of this. Because I think there are a lot of people who will have, especially men, I don't know if it's different for women, But you'll have those thoughts of, I never want to be jealous of anybody, but you've put me in an awkward position here because now I got to be around a guy that's had the same experiences as me. He's my quote-unquote Eskimo cousin, as some call it. Mm -hmm. And I got to deal with this shit. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be jealous, but you really can't help it, right? And I know some women will look at it and go, well, it doesn't matter. It's my past. Yo, if a man actually give a shit about you, he going to care. Now, how he handles it is different. Right. So I thought this was going to go to the point of where he felt like, you know, we almost got to tussling or something like that. No, it wasn't that. He was just like, at first I felt like, damn, that's a guy I was jealous of. Right. And I think a lot of guys have had that experience of, like, when you finally hear the stories or you see the guy, you're like, you got me in here, like, second-guessing myself over this shit. But then he said... (laughs) I started looking at the dude. I'm like, what a cornball. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious, right? Like, mm-hmm. this guy's a straight cornball. Then those thoughts led to, well, shit, am I? <laughs> 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 and I wonder if, as a woman, Katie, this is something you've experienced. Because I know as a man, there are times when you certainly will have that feeling of the first part of it is like, Joy. Right. It's relief of uh-huh. like, oh my God, is this what I was jealous of? But then the second thought is, wait, 
if this is what she considers her league, <laughs> then like if this is where she sees herself, holy shit, either I got this wrong, like as in what I believe she deserves, or I got this wrong in I'm not who I thought I was, right? Do you understand right. that experience as a woman, and have you felt that experience? I felt that as a couple a times. For real, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, yeah. let's talk about it. All right, so with one of my exes, uh, she had dated this dude before me, and um, at first, I wanted to be a little jealous because I knew what she was coming from, um, and why their relationship dissolved. That I was like, ah, oh, this is a good dude. And then one day I met him, and he had one dread hanging on for dear life Mm-mm. out of all his other locks. I think it I was like you that one this. lock in the front mm-hmm. and a receipt and a hairline. And from then on, I nicknamed him uh, One Dread. She was mad about that. I ain't need a One Dread. She's like, stop calling him that. Call him by his name. I'm like, girl, you see what you dealing with? Yeah. I, at first, was a little bit jealous because like first of all this guy may have had something that i didn't have and he was so special and then i met him and was like this dude is a cornball i was like there's something odd about this guy mm. but i never thought am i the odd one no i just thought okay she just she doesn't have a type because clearly i'm not in the same category as that right uh, right right <laughs> oh like, god I, I, oh we, so we not in the same category like, like, ain't no way this could be true nah there's no freaking way um, and then another woman made me realize that uh, she was overall the problem. Like, you know, with one dread, mm. I was like, okay, you just don't have a type. You mm-hmm. just like what you like, and each person gives you something different that may, you know, you may be attracted to. Mm-hmm. The other woman, uh, I unfortunately met her ex. Um, I wasn't supposed to, and I did. Mm. And her ex was just wild, like completely like crazy. I was like, well, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. So I know she and I are not in the same category. What are you attracted to? And then I found out that she was just attracted to Stockholm Syndrome because that woman had groomed her. And I was like, oh, you just on a whole different... Uh -uh, Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Now, did you... Uh -uh. Now, let me ask you this. Did you make these declarations on your own or did you have help in figuring out why she was where she was and how she got to where she was the day that she was with you? What do you mean by help? All right. What, here's what I mean. Like going back to that, friends? Be like, yo, what y'all think about this? No, no, no. I mean, like, because, all right, so when you say to yourself, right, like when you're dealing with a person and you say to yourself, all right, how were you there and now you ended up here? Mm-hmm. Because I think different people with different perspectives will take this situation differently, mm-hmm. right? There are people who will see this and go, my, 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 how you've upgraded. And right. that'll be the end of it. Mm-hmm. They'll just go, you really, like, you won one. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm your hero. But then there are also people who will look at it and go, well, shit, maybe I'm not the person I think I am then. You understand? Oh, I never thought that. You know there are people who will. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you got people around you going, you sure? Like, like is that your caliber? Mm-hmm. And then you'll start questioning yourself. Well, shit, is it? Because we don't really know. And we've had the conversation before of when you, if you have to look at for whatever reason, your partner's exes, do you want them to look as if you date a high caliber of people, which is makes sense because that's how you got to me, or do you want to look and go, well, how the hell did you get here? Because if you have to say, how the hell did you get here, you also have to say to yourself, am I who I think I am? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So when you got to the realization for you of, oh, you just upgraded. Did you make that decision on your own or did she actually help give you incentive to get to that point? Ooh. The first time I made a decision on my own mm. with um, Wondred. The okay. second time, that was a hurt thing that made me realize, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you upgraded. Hmm. See, here's why. I but that's not this. what she was giving off. Like I, I thought, she dated a high caliber of people. Doesn't that make you? Do does it change? If we being honest, right? Like we pardon for real. Does it? It may not make you think of the person as a completely different person, but does it change something? Okay. So yes, this is how I compare with these two scenarios. So with. The first ex that I dealt with with this situation, right? I never thought that, oh, I never thought less of myself. And I never really judged who she had dated in the past because based off of who I knew she dated, I knew he's a good guy too. He just, you know, a little weird and he has his own different types of quirks. But I knew overall he was a well-rounded person. Like he didn't mean any harm by anybody, stuff like that. He was still a good dude, right? And he was genuine. So I was like, you have a thing where you date genuine people just for different reasons. It was superficial reasons why I was like, you upgraded. Mm. Whereas in the second scenario, it wasn't superficial reasons. I'm like, you as a person is hurt and wounded. And what you attract is like super crazy that even at some point, I'm like, I don't know how I got here. Am I a dream to you? Or is this like a reality that you feel like you deserve and you are worth? Yeah, like what? What are we? Why doing? am I here? Yes, for okay. you. Okay. When everything you've attracted is because of your brokenness, mm. and how are you developing and healing as a person? Whereas mm-hmm. the first situation, she was well rounded too. She was. It wasn't like she was coming with any trauma or negative things in the bag. No, no, she just liked who she liked for different reasons. But those people were still good people. The other one, her ex was like a terrible trash person, and then the other person she dated after that she told me about was. Like, this trash scenario. I'm like, why did you even stick around with that? Like, what, what's going on with you internally? Mm-hmm. And how did I get here? And how the fuck I get up out? Bingo, right? So let's stay here for someone who may feel that, right? Because I do remember feeling like that in a situation of which I wasn't sure if this was a me thing or a her thing. And I would try to find a way to explain this uh, in a sensitive manner. But I'm also going to try to be honest, Right. How much do principles genuinely matter in a relationship? You get to a point where, and I'll give a perfect example. I'm dating someone, right? I personally do not ever want to hear about your ex. Mm -hmm. Ever. Under any circumstances. I'm not interested. I'm not that person. I don't want to sit at the table and talk to you about mine. If you want to ask me questions about my ex, I'll answer every question you have. I run from nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not necessarily going to make it a topic of discussion. Right. For whatever reason, she did. Like, all the time. Yo, I, I, I've I been with this guy. Yo, I've been with that guy. Yo, this situation happened. Yo, that situation happened. One day I tried to tell him this. One day we went out and this happened. One, and I never asked for any of this shit. But I would listen to it. Because what else am I going to do? But it used to kind of irk me just a little bit. One, because I didn't understand why... This was so important to you. Like, are you still there? Do you, do, you, do you not have closure here? 
or do you just simply like expressing your experiences? Mm -hmm. I can't tell, right? But what I started to notice, because of, you know, the way my brain works, you're always bringing up moments that would make me feel icky about your past situations. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily as good at bringing up moments that would make me feel better about your past situation. Mm -hmm. Why is that? That was my first question. Mm -hmm. If you're going to bring it up, like, because the way I see it, if I'm ever going to bring up my ex to a woman I'm speaking to today, it's not going to be a situation that, like, glorifies her. Ever. What's the point? I, I could still be there. If I'm here with you and I'm bringing an experience up into our situation, it would be something that I didn't like the way she did this. I hated it. It made me feel like this. And that's to say... Here's where you could handle me better if the situation ever occurred. Mm -hmm. Now, I wouldn't do that, but I would understand if someone did. But I really don't understand when you bringing up some shit to be like, hey, yo, my dude was like this, 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 and this, and he was tearing the club up for me, and he was this kind of guy. He was. What, what, what does one want another one to do with this information? I'm asking you before I go forward. I have no clue. Like I don't either. I, I wouldn't know what the purpose is. Um... I can't even begin to think of what the purpose would be. So I was baffled like, by that. Like, what do you even want me to take away from this situation? So I was so like, baffled yeah. by it, right? Mm -hmm. That it got to the point where I was like, all right, since you want to keep bringing this up so much, then let's talk about it. So I was asked one day, why did you ever... Find yourself in a relationship with someone who you didn't want to be married with. Mm -hmm. And my answer was pretty simple. In that I said, I got to a point where I felt like there was no choice. Because I feel like everyone lives that way at this point. Right. Right? Whether it's a man or a woman. Everybody just kind of out here doing their thing. So... In walking outside and kind of looking for someone who has a mindset of I'm not on that energy, I'm looking more so for a person than to just deal with people, is so rare, such a needle in a haystack type situation that it's one of those things that you can't necessarily pursue. It's one of those things that I feel like have to kind of find you. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I just decided to live my life. Now, she felt like that's a great answer. And so I felt like, all right, great. Well, what's your answer? And it was pretty much, well, I just was living that way because I wasn't thinking about it, and I, men do it. And I said, wait, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't quite understand that answer. I didn't really understand it. So I started to dig for a bit of a deeper answer, mm -hmm. which was probably a bad idea. And when I would ask why you did certain things, the same way I was asked why I did certain things, the answer a little too often for me was, well, you do it. Men do it. And then that's why I struggled, Katie, to be honest, because I was like, I don't know how to live anymore in all genuineness. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be a misogynist. I don't want to be toxic in my masculinity. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I appreciate every single man who wants to date a man. That's just not who I am. Like, I want to date a woman. Mm -hmm. So when you get to the point of trying to date a woman who's telling me that everything that she has done in her life 
was pretty much because she saw men do it, I was a bit confused. Mm-hmm. Because, like, with all due respect, Queen, I'm not mad at you for that. But I don't want to date a man. Mm-hmm. I would like to date a woman who still wants to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And I would never be mad if a woman looked at me and said, hey, bro, you act a little bit too much like a man. Hey, great. Then we just not meant for each other, right? So with that being said. Too much like a woman? No, I meant to say what oh. I said. Oh. Yeah, like too I meant, much of I a man. To, yeah. Oh, okay. Right? All right like, okay. But, but, but I would be fine with that as well. Okay. Right? Like uh-huh. either way. Uh-huh. I'm cool because right. in in actuality, once we get off these mics, everybody should date whatever it is they like. Yeah. Who cares? Mm. Period. Right? But if we part and we talk about us specifically, maybe I'm too much of a man. Maybe I'm too old school. I don't know. Or maybe on the other end, I'm too much of a woman. I don't know. Either way, I want you to date what you want. Mm-hmm. So when I said that to her, like, I kind of want to date a woman who wants to be a woman. She kind of like gave me her opinion on it. Mm-hmm. which I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was enough for me to feel like, all right, well, let me ask you this. If you want to date, if you want to be a man in that area of life, why does it stop there? And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well, why don't you want to be like a man when the dinner bill comes? And I was kind of joking, but I was kind of serious, right? Mm-hmm. Like if the car breaks down and one of us have to fix it, are you going to get out the car? If we go outside right now and somebody pulls a gun on us, you going to jump in front of the weapon? Because I am. I'm prepared to do that. I'm prepared to pay for everything that goes on in this relationship. I'm prepared to jump in front of any gun. If the ship goes down, I'm prepared to be the person that goes outside of the ship so that you can live. I'm prepared to protect you by any means necessary anytime it comes. If we go to the airport, we go on a trip, and you got eight bags and I got one, I'm prepared to carry nine bags and you have to carry none. And these are small things. I'm not saying that it's a big deal. I'm not saying that men are better. I'm not saying any of that. Please don't give me the I'm a misogynist type talk. I was just trying to understand her mindset. That's Mm -hmm. all. Of where did this start? Of you are doing things based off of what men do? And where does it end? Mm -hmm. And in asking her that, she admitted to me that, you know what? I think maybe I'm just not being accountable. And I respected that. But I'm asking you this as a woman because I am by far a feminist. I want to make that very clear. I want equality mm-hmm. for women by on every means of it. But do you fully want to live like a man? Or is it just I want to live like a man sexually? What exactly does that even mean? And I wasn't even sure where to go from there because I realized at that point maybe our principles are just different. Maybe we just see things different. And maybe I'm wrong. And I'm willing to be, or maybe I'm outdated. But I was a bit confused at a woman telling me that I was living my life based off of how I saw men live theirs as a woman. I think it's weird, and I think a lot of mixed lines are getting crossed in general, right? Because I think there's a lot of women out there who are taking it to the point of fuck what the traditional norm has been where we've where we were trained i guess groomed to act a certain way like back in the 50s and stuff like that where women had to act a certain way mm-hmm. it's like fuck that now i'm embrace who i am and i'm embrace my body and be who i am and do whatever i want but i feel like a lot of women are mixing that i'm gonna do whatever I want and embrace it because we're not living in those traditional ways with 
I'm doing whatever I want because men have done whatever ever they want instead of just saying I'm doing whatever I want because I want to do whatever I want. See, that's it. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's where I was confused. Like, why are you not doing this because you feel empowered? Mm-hmm. as Not even as a woman, as an individual. Mm-hmm. That's just what you want. It don't have to be what every woman wants. It don't have to be what every man wants. But you are telling me that I live my life in a way where I thought it was suitable because of what men were doing. And as a man, I'm like, well, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure I got the man part on lock. Like, mm-hmm. I got that. I'm not about to ask you to be in here doing the dishes or, like, cooking all the time. Like, I can do all that. I'm going to help you. I want to meet you 50-50. But I don't want to be a woman. Right. Like, I don't want to do what I felt like women were doing because I feel like I can't. That's just not, that ain't for me to do. Like, what mm-hmm. I look like trying to be the woman in a relationship. I will, Like, y'all got to do things that are well beyond my realm of understanding and possibility, right? But I accept that. And I, I'm so afraid of being a man in today's society that I didn't know if me saying this to her was like, I'm wrong because I'm supposed to accept that I guess there is no gender roles in relationships anymore. It's I don't I don't think you're wrong because you're coming from a place of what you want. Fair. You as you. This is like this is what I want, and you're properly expressing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all are both expressing you know how y'all feel, and you're like this is just what I want in a relationship. Doesn't make you wrong. So I wasn't wild in there. No. But the heteros are not okay. What is wrong with y'all? Oh, man. It's a struggle, Katie. Oh, my God. Like, Because I want everybody to find what they want. But if I happen to want a woman who still wants to be a woman, boy, send me a prayer. (laughs) I got you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, question of the week. We always talk about how ghosting is trash. We don't care. Never. You should never ghost somebody. It's not a thing. You should always reach out and at least have the balls and the audacity or the clit to say, (laughs) here's why you and I are not going to work. It was great. Move on. Right? Yep. Pretty fucking simple. Mm -hmm. Don't be a coward. Nope. Now, in the instance of where we got that story on the big show from the listener who said... That she was on a date with a guy who pissed himself in the car and just kind of kept it pushing like it was nothing. If you on a date, Katie. What you got to do if you got to pee? You got to pee. You got to pull the car over, Katie. You on his side? Is that what you're telling me? You go on a date with a guy, he pisses himself in a fucking car, and he looks over and goes, ha ha, well, sometimes that happens. And then he drops you. You going on a second date? Okay, there's, there's levels to this. Uh-huh. Did you try to find a bottle? Did you try to find something to pee in? See, that's Did you tell me that you nah, had a coping? Are you kidding me? You going to find a bottle for him on your first date, Kitty? He got a piss. Look, look, first of all, I drove a woman to her house on a first date because she was so fucked up and then took an Uber back to our where we were at and got back in my car. I took her car to her place, dropped her off, took an Uber back to the restaurant and nope. got in my car and went home. Did any of the people in your life who love and care about you feel like she was worth your time? No. All right. <laughs> and that's my point. Sometimes you do get to go somebody, particularly when they do things like piss on themselves in the car, and it's to no condition at all. It's just the simple fact that they are used to pissing on themselves <laughs> and in their car. Moving on. All right. Katie, you nasty. <laughs>
Movie of the week. Missing. Yes. Great movie. That was great. I'm mad that this movie didn't get more airtime, more publicity. I don't know what it is, but it's such a good movie. It wasn't like, it didn't blow up until it hit Netflix. Because wasn't this movie in theaters? Yes, and it was great. That's why I saw it, mm-hmm. in theaters. And then I see it on the planes, I see it on Netflix, and people are starting to say, oh my God, I can't believe this movie was so good. I don't know why this movie didn't get to just do what it deserves, but I promise you, you won't be disappointed if you watch it. And you, it's it's hard to predict. Very. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of turns where you're like, okay, where are we going now? Mm-hmm. Great movie. Just one to give you if you're looking for one to watch. Katie's Therapy of the Week. Uh, first of all, Katie, you saw your dad. What? It was good. It was good. It was an emotional, okay, it was like a whole emotional thing because I have this weird relationship with my father and I haven't seen him in person in like two years uh-huh. and I hadn't physically spoken spoke to him over a month. So I was like, hey, during vacation, this is my time to go down and visit him and my brother's and, you know, see what's up and hang out with the family. So my brothers knew I was coming into town, and we're going to do this whole thing and surprise my dad. And we surprised my dad. And unexpectedly, that man broke down with some thug tears. Yeah, yo, them old school cats do not want to <laughs> cry. Do you hear me? They fight tooth and nail. You remember the old school he dude was, that became a meme? Which He one? was a boxer. He was an old school boxer, and mm-hmm. he was in there with his two sons who had told him, yo, fam, you was never there for me at any point. And he's the guy who ended up crying. And he was like, Aah! Oh. <laughs> 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 like, that's I why know, he's a boxer. Yes, he's oh. a box. That's why he cried like that. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to cry. That yo. was funny. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. But that's how my dad was like, <laughs> man, y'all got me. <laughs> he tearing up. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. It's just something to see. Yeah. Your kids all together. Oh, wow. I'm just wow. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. for real, that you actually went out there and you surprised him and that he actually received the, the surprise the way mm-hmm. that he did. And uh, I know you had a lot of anxiety. Yes. I was I was nervous about it because, like I said, it had been a minute since I've seen him or even talk, spoken to him. So I didn't know what the reaction was going to be. I didn't know how... Uh, the turnout was going to be if I was going to have to catch a flight the next day. <laughs> right, right. Got to have that backup plan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so for it to go well and be received well, it just warmed me up. And then I was like, oh, I do have love for this man. That's awesome. That is my father. Well, keep us posted. Absolutely. I'm happy for you and proud of you at the same time. Thank you. Now, the second part of Katie's Therapy of the Week, you asked me to come in here and talk about what makes me happy. Yeah, I wanted to know, did you complete your homework assignment? I did. You had weeks. I did. I did have weeks indeed, and I only came up with a few things. But these, when you talk about, like, I mean, genuine happiness to yes. the core happiness, yes. right? Like, not just, like, on the surface level happiness. No. All right, so I thought about it. Um, my family, life itself. Vacations, touching people, not in a weird way. <laughs> in a, their spirits. Their spirits, their souls, making them laugh, giving people anything that makes their day better. That uh, that makes me really happy. Um, Helping children in any way. Shout out to Landon. Um, creating. 
mm-hmm. putting something into the universe that wasn't there before that people actually take in and enjoy, whether it's music or it's comedy, any form of content. Friends who feel like family. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay. Oh, making money. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> okay, so if you had to give a highlight from your vacation, one moment particularly where you stopped and reflected and was like, I'm happy. What was it? If there was one. Uh, who I was with. Which was challenged, if I'm being honest, a few times throughout the vacation. Uh, doesn't take away from the fact that I'm very, very happy for the people in my life who uh, love me, support me, and care about me, like, wholeheartedly. Uh, the, the fact that I was there. I mean, I was in the Maldives. You can't be mad there. Mm. It's just, you just can't do it. I tried, trust me. It's not, it's not possible. Um, I was very grateful for the fact that I was there. I had a lot of moments when I was really in the water. You know, I love to look out into the limitlessness of at least what it feels like. It just feels like there's no end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how many people would love to be in that position of experiencing the Maldives. I was very grateful for that, very happy for that. And just thinking to myself of where I've come from and what I've survived and what I've accomplished and um, all of the things that I was told I would never be able to do, all of the people that ever tried to stop me for whatever reason, those who knew me and those who didn't, I found joy in that. I found peace in my faith of knowing that regardless of what I had went through in my life prior to getting there, I always told myself I would get there, and I did. And I think once you do that enough, once you leap, when life is telling you that you can't do it, once you do it anyway enough, it starts to become routine mm-hmm. in that this is just who I am and this is just what I do. But ultimately, you should pat yourself on the back for that every time because that is a very, very challenging feat to continue to um, be able to go against what everybody says your potential is every single time. Those were the moments I think I had where I thought of that. And... FaceTiming my my family and my friends while I was there so that they can, I guess, see me in that element. Yeah, we was trying to pass you play a chicken through FaceTime. Yo, I was mad at y'all. <laughs> Only y'all, too. Y'all was getting it lit when I was gone. And, like, people was there like, yo, you really jealous of your friends back at the States? And I was like, yes. Have you had Keon's chicken? <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Like, and those crap fries? What? Like, have you been yo. drunk and heard Janae's jokes? Like, it's <laughs> li- like the Maldives don't offer this. I was definitely jealous of y'all, but those were moments when I was I was happy, Katie. I was up. I was gen- and I and I literally um, sat in the happiness because I knew this moment was coming. So compared to the last time we were in here and now, mm-hmm. would you say your happiness meter went up a bit or no? Yes. Okay. It went up um, one day at a time, right? Yes. It's it didn't always go down. one day. It didn't that, go down. That's, that's, that's a good sign. That's, that's it. for sure. As long as it didn't go down. It didn't go down. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm certainly not where I was. Is that fair? Yes, but 
Okay, what? Next week homework? I already knew it was coming. What? Yep. You ready for this? Yep. What are you, you got? Are you reading my mind? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Uh, I, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too. I already know. <laughs> What's up? What you want? Hurry up. Oh, yeah, we about... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's already two hours. Yeah, Shit. I'm telling you. It's up. <laughs> one goal. No matter how big, how small it is, uh-huh. achieve one goal. One that you want to do. One Something. Goal. Whatever it is. One little, one little goal. Just uno. Yeah, just one goal. All right, next week. Mm-hmm. Say less. Mo's idea of the week. Real quick, Katie, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I got an idea. Okay. You gonna tell me if it's brilliant or stupid? <laughs> All right. I want to do a now that I'm dead comedy show. It's just brilliant. No, baby. no. What, what, what do you mean? mean? What do you mean? What's what's the context right, like, behind right. this shit? You know how I be having all these things I want to say. Yeah. And a lot of the times, all of the people close to me, like yourself, be telling me, "All right, you have a point, and it's true." But at the same time, you cannot say that. Exactly. You cannot do that. Hmm. So let me do one comedy show where y'all let me say all the shit I really want to say that y'all know people will cancel me for. And the same way rappers like be having these songs, right, that people be putting out mm-hmm. and they don't even want them out. Like rappers should do this too. Make an album of things you actually like so that once you go, your family can be like, well, he did say we can release this so they can get some bread because I want my family to eat. So pre-recorded. Yes. Okay. What do you okay. think I'm going to do it from heaven? I don't, I don't I know. I don't know what she's going to do. If he's going to have a translator like Obama did at that Katie, dinner mad or somebody. Mad comedians already did like, that. Uh, you okay. know that. Okay, okay. All right, right? Like, let me do a pre-recorded <laughs> comedy show where I go crazy. Right. Okay, okay, yes. I'm about to go wild and really tell my truths. Okay. From the mountaintop. You hear me? Yes. But you can only release it after, After you, okay. you know what I mean? That makes sense. So it's, it's literally going to okay. be called, now that I'm dead. Right? All right. I, I'm rocking with that now. Are you with it? All right. You got it? Yes. Because you got to host it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? What you mean? You got to host it. We have gathered here today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me be the first person to have a whole show at oh, my funeral. Which I thought I was about to come in and cry. All right. Nope. <laughs> It's up. Go to the bar. Right? Run the clip. Yes. That shit going to be about seven hours long, too. I dare you to leave early. Don't leave my shit. All right. All right. Yeah. It's time for the Sicko Award. Let's see who was nasty this week. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just Sicko Award goes to all of those athletes we talked about earlier. Javante Tank Davis, <laughs> Jawick Morant, Zion Williamson. Y'all are disgusted. Mm. Oh, and let's not forget the diesel. <laughs> you nasty too, big dog. Oh, I love you, but you nasty. All right, quote of the week. I saw this and thought it may be useful for parents. And the quote says, please. Start saying sorry to your children after an argument before talking to them again. You're literally teaching them that if you just leave things for long enough, they'll be forgotten. And that's why so many people are unable to apologize when they're grown men and women. Yep. That's deep. Yep. That is so deep, yo. You have to remember that children know way more than you believe them to, and they remember more than you ever will know. So, yes, start teaching those principles early. 
It's time for Mo's Reflective Moment of the Week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. I thought about this and I just wanted to share it. I thought about things that I've had to unlearn in my journey. And maybe this will help you in yours. If you don't agree, that's fine. But if you do, maybe it will help. Here are some of the things I have unlearned on my journey thus far in life. You ready, Katie? Yes. I'm not always right. Okay. Vulnerability is not a weakness. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself in full does not make you arrogant. Mm-mm. Believing in yourself in full does not mean you're not humble. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be tough all of the time. Yep. Married people and rich people are not happier or better than single people or people who are less off. Fact. Loyalty can actually be a bad thing. Mm, yeah. And not considering someone's past before marriage is genuinely insane. Those are some of the things I, I feel like I've had to unlearn. It was insane. It's insane, Katie. But okay, okay. How is it not insane? Okay. It's insane. Okay. The rest of your life? Yeah. This is the person you're going to have kids with? Okay. This is the person you're going to actually put the rest of your life in their hands. Are they going to support you? Are they going to encourage you? Are they going to hold you down when times get hard? How do they act when they're not happy? How do they act when you're winning and they're not? How do they act when they are not getting all of the satisfactions about life that they believe they deserve and they feel like it's not coming from you? How do they act, Katie? All right. And y'all just don't care, huh? Let's get married. You don't know if that edge is jagged. (laughs) Now you stabbed, bleeding. You talking about meet me at the altar. Mm. Huh? Okay. Right. What hit Jagged Edge then came up with in the last however many years, Katie? You trusted them because it was twins in the group. Yeah. See, was that enough? No. No, it wasn't. Now you see my point? Yeah. What's going on all across the sea? It ain't nothing. Run. 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 And in closing, I really ain't got nothing, Katie, for the second weekend, bro. Yeah. Damn. I ain't got nothing to close. What you want me to do, and man? And in closing, just keep swimming. We did that before. I know. Oh, you could have said a lot of other things. Flying, walking, mm. moving. You could have did a whole lot of you other things. You know what? What? You know what? What? Stop inviting your parents over to your house because they just going to hide your sex toys. Next week, bitches. <laughs> yeah.
first place Fuck law, watch the shore with my mermaid This life is an illusion How interested, stuck inside a predicament Look at my life, reevaluate it and think it can The truth is sinking in Sins. Give me something to believe in, a peace where I can live Speak my confessions, no disconnected message The disconnect that exists between me and my blessings The stress can get excessive, losing sight and raising questions Put an edit on my life, backtrack and make corrections I can't press rewind or just forget it Daily technology, stream to the controversial minutes Maybe it's cause we ain't never feed you no gimmicks My face on plenty, but yet I remain skinny, god dang What's up, y'all? It's Key Will Voice, the official voice of In The Moment Podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.